Hi, everyone. Before we jump into the show, which, by the way, is a good one with Wacy Crawl, our industrial sales manager, I just want to welcome you all to a new year of Dolt Meyer Radio. We've got a lot of exciting interviews planned, along with on-site shows at a few trade shows later this year. And without further ado, let's start the show. And we're back with another episode of Dolt Meyer Radio here at the Dolt Meyer Radio headquarters in Omaha, Nebraska. And boy, oh boy, it's been a long time, hasn't it? it? Really has. Well, Happy New Year, everybody! We've got a special guest in the studios with me today, Wacy Raw, the industrial sales manager. I've been trying to get Wacy in here for such a long time, but he's a busy guy. He's always out and about, traveling the territory. So I just happened to have caught him at the right time while he's in. In town and uh, he's on the mic today. So, Wacy, good to have you on the show, buddy. Thanks, Drew. Let's talk a little bit about your role at Doltmeyer. And, you know, it's been probably about, like you said, a year or so that you've been here now. Yes, came on board with Doltmeyer August of 2020. So, in the middle of the pandemic and oh, trying man. to explore, you know, a new role. And so, my territory is both uh, Nebraska, Iowa, a little bit of Western Illinois, okay. more in Quad City area. So, as you alluded to, you know, a few miles to, to travel with that. And like going into the pandemic, right, with everyone pretty much restricting, you know, you can't come into any, that must have been quite challenging. It was because one of the reasons why you get into outside sales, it's the relationships, meeting face to face and, you know, trying to address problems that way. But thankfully, in our current era that we do have the technologies to help overcome that, you know, video chats, phone calls, emails, texting. And when I first got into outside sales straight out of college, you know, texting wasn't really the appropriate or the... (laughs) The professional thing, but it seems like it's moved more to that. And certainly as you establish better relationships with certain customers, and that's uh, a better method for them. You know, they see it right away rather than maybe not being in front of their computer and things like that. Sure, sure. um, Quick, so. Have you ever tried like knocking on someone's door and they're like, dude, do you know that there's a pandemic going on? Like you're not supposed to be in here? Like I've gotten a scowl or two. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, for the most part, I mean, you know, the Midwest in general, great people. So, you know, depending on if you're in a more metro area or out in the sticks somewhere that most people are generally very hospitable and you know even with that situation maybe they didn't want to see you there but they're they're still kind or if the door is locked they have a phone number on the door to call for anything usually call kind of you know explain what you're there for if you can leave a catalog get a name and very helpful that way well yeah that's Wacy's a pro at that man so if you see him knocking on your door you know like hey he's he's gonna have all kinds of respect not just gonna start hey man open this door i gotta talk to you you know (laughs) i won't meet it down (laughs) yeah He's not beating down any doors. So what I always like to ask everyone that's been on the guest here on the show is, uh, you know, kind of the state of the union. The industrial division here in Doltmeyer is very diverse, right? There's so many different verticals that we can help. So I just kind of want to get your input on 2022, this new year. What's your thoughts on overall the industrial division? Sure. You know, I think there's a lot of challenges that everybody's going to face. No matter what industry, industrial, I mean, food service, everywhere you turn, somebody's hiring. So trying to find a warm body sometimes is a challenge, sure. let alone depending on the industry, certain skill set. I guess your hands are tied to a certain degree. We're not necessarily looking for those skills already, but they're willing and able to train to meet those standards. I think you're absolutely right. There are so many job positions that are open this pandemic. Everyone's looking for some help. Besides like the supply chain strain that we see all across mm-hmm. the board, that's kind of when you're knocking on doors and you're talking to people, that's I means that's pretty much one of those things where, hey, Wacy, I know you're with Doltmeyer, but hey, you want to go in the back over 
over there and start helping us out. Like, <laughs> yeah, had those uh, job offers <laughs> impromptu <laughs> once in a while. So, which you know, the the issues with the workforce certainly frustrating for you know different leadership within uh, companies working with, and then kind of as a result of that too, they're trying to get their output, but when you don't have the hands to do that, it certainly causes frustrations, which leads to all these supply chain issues. Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. You know, I mean, like you need the help to make the product, but sometimes the product's not coming in because the, the raw material they don't have, and it's just snowball effect, if you will, right? It is. There's certainly a lot of issues that need addressed, and it's not a simple issue. I was over at a meatpacking facility yesterday, talking with maintenance manager, and I think it's a facility, they have about 500 to 550 currently. Ideal would be around that 650 mark. They'll get people into orientation, for instance, maybe 10 you know, individuals are there. Three weeks later, there's one individual left oh, to hire. Wow. So heard different instances like that throughout. So it's pretty tough when you're 10% of what you're bringing in and sure. going to have any longevity. And that's within the first three to four weeks. Now, talking to some of these companies that, that you're visiting, are they saying it's going to get any better towards the later part of the year? I'm not seeing a lot of optimism on there, you know, with, with the workforce or lead time supply chain at this point. Yeah, I know that's, you want to stay on the optimistic side, but you know, sometimes it's not the case, right? Exactly. No, you want to be optimistic, but you do have to be realistic as well. A lot of factors out there and, you know, kind of talking earlier about, you know, Midwestern people, Americans in general, we're a pretty hearty bunch and, you know, we will make it through, but certainly it can be frustrating at times. And I think we've all had a good lesson in patience throughout this as well. Yeah. No, so sticking with knocking on doors and I know that I discussed earlier the industrial division is just so diverse with so many different applications, right? Like you've got, you said like fleet maintenance, there's the sewer jetter pumpers that we deal with, even food industry, right? Um, so, you know, as you're as you're going about your daily routines and your weekly calls and follow-ups, what's kind of the different product lines that you're seeing majority of these individuals and these companies that what they're looking for? Sure. As you know, Drew, we represent over 400 different manufacturers, so there's a lot there to offer. And as I've grown in this role, learned our product mix um, much better, you know, from the sewer jetter, pumper cleaner to meat packing plants to, you know, various manufacturers, construction. As I start having those conversations, you kind of know those kind of nuts and bolts, so to yeah. speak, talking hose, different fittings, valving, pumps, motors, and kind of know where to gear that conversation there. Uh, more so on the, on the uh, you know, manufacturing facilities, when you get those plant tours, being able to walk through and identify, oh, we could help you here and we can help you here. So those are certainly beneficial. It's allowed me to learn, you know, our product line better, getting to know different industries better as well. So probably start on, you know, like I said, the hose and valves and pumps, motors, um, yeah, start that way like and then the, just lead into uh, different exactly. areas such as nozzles or different high pressure cleaning items we can yeah. offer. Yeah, you're right. The liquid handling products that we offer can encompass many different industries, agriculture, car wash. So, you know, like you said, hose, right? Everyone uses hose if you're using liquid handling, right? So Correct. getting in the door with some of those products allows you to kind of take a look around and say, oh, we can help you with that. You know, and then they're kind of eye open, like, oh, really, Wacy? And then conversations kind of ensue of what else you guys can do. Give me a, for example, of like some plants that you've been into and some things that you're able to help out with some people. Sure. Probably more on the food processing side 
outside being able there's an eggplant over in iowa that have been able to tour and just things that you don't even think about or at least i haven't yeah. you know growing up i always enjoyed the show how it's made yeah and being yeah. able to get into different facilities like that and see it firsthand but probably cool. a you know a six foot wide uh, conveyor belt all with eggs you know go down the line how many eggs would go down there oh gosh i can't even think of the number <laughs> that, that they were doing per day i want to say it was around three million but i, I could be off oh there. my goodness but you know crack the eggs and get separated and get loaded and go on a, you know then they'll all through um, this conveyor but how big how big was this conveyor belt? well there were several rooms so as far as total feet i'd probably misjudge oh my gosh when i used to live in pennsylvania i was introduced to uh, gertrude hawk chocolates and uh the president down there i don't know if he's currently there anymore it's, it's been many many years but uh he gave me a tour and buddy it was like walking into that willy wonka chocolate factory like there was yeah they had pipes that were running in on the ceiling chocolate just flowing it, it was like the most incredible thing i had to sign something like you know i couldn't take any pictures and do this kind of sure. stuff because of you know but they opened the door and it was like i probably the same thing like you, they opened the door and you're like looking at all these eggs and your eyes are just like what the you know like i was looking at the chocolate coming down from the ceilings and in the walls and i was like wow right you know things are obviously you know being produced to a certain degree but some of the processes and the ingenuity and you know just like packaging labels how quick those things move through it's it's incredible oh, all that automation and everything and, and again a lot of these companies that you're visiting they probably don't know that we've got a lot of that products and equipments that can help them you know with, with their processes and, and everything so and with the diversity of our offerings, what I'm starting to see with some of our existing customers before I came on, they would use us for hose or fittings, but they don't know, you know, everything else. So maybe five or six pages of our 500 page catalog oh, they were aware of. Yeah. So the educational part's been key. Just getting that out in front of them, helping me learn myself with the vast array that we do have. I do have to say, you know, for management to our inside people, technical, all that they're huge blessing, best inside sales group that I've ever worked with. So Having that in my back pocket certainly great. And I'm sure anyone that's listening that's called in, they, they recognize that as well. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I think the experience and knowledge here at Doltmeyer is second to none. You know what I mean? And uh, all the years of experience and just something that I think sets Doltmeyer apart is, uh, like you said, just mm -hmm. that. Hey, if you need something, you can call. Correct. And in, you know, the year plus of traveling the territory now, no negative feedback. The only one that I have, they wish we had a physical site in their town. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good batting average. I uh, think uh, the Davenport location uh, helps out, especially in that Quad Cities area, you know, and here in Omaha, the headquarters. We cover quite some ground, but uh, maybe we'll take some suggestions of where Doltmar needs to open up the next place. Sounds good. Hawaii, I'm going to go say right now, we, we want to go to the islands. <laughs> We want to go somewhere warm. Go go call on some territories in the south. Yeah, well, coming up, this is the beginning of the year, and uh, there's a trade shows, right? They're all over the place right now. The agriculture industry, we were dozens that were attending in this first quarter. But uh, you and I are actually going to be headed out to Indianapolis later this month for uh, Pumper Jetter Show, the wet show, right? Yes, correct. The Water and Wastewater Equipment Treatment and Transport Show. Uh, that'll be my first time attending that show, so really excited. I know in previous uh, roles, in my career, you know, did quite a few trade shows. And it's always nice to meet people face to face sure. in that environment, you know, get to talk about your company, learn more about theirs and a lot more laid back. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I know. I think it'll be a great show. First time for me as well to go walk that show and kind of see some of the industry and the products that people are putting up and obviously all the marketing that they're doing. So we'll keep you guys updated on that show. And we'll definitely post some pictures online of, of Wacy out there doing the meet and greets. Absolutely. <laughs>
Before we dive out of here, I know your time is very valuable. Absolutely, everyone here on the show appreciates you coming on board. Obviously, we got to talk about a little bit of Husker football. What's your projection for this upcoming year? Oh, gosh. I'm always optimistic. It's been an abusive relationship here the last 10 years, <laughs> being, a, being a Nebraska fan. I do like the hires on offense. I think, you know, yeah. it's been needed for a while. Some of the transfer portal guys. Isn't that are, pretty you know, crazy, all that transfer class. portal? And it's, yeah. College athletics, totally the landscape changed. so much. Yeah, it changed so much. Yeah. Yesterday, I actually was at a breakfast. Coach Scott Frost's chief of staff, I think he used to be chief of staff, even at UCF and uh, here in Lincoln. But he was discussing all this NIL, you know, the name, image, likeness, and, and everything that ensues with that. And it was just so interesting to understand how that's going to play a role in college athletics and how kids eventually, you know, essentially are, are going to be getting paid by company. It was just mind-boggling to see. And there is really no guidelines or, I mean, right now it's pretty much kind of like a wild, wild west where... That's the terminology I was going to use. I don't think it's really well defined in some areas from what I understand. And from what he was explaining so is that there's universities that have kind of gone underground in how they're going about this. You know, some of the press releases that you hear about like, you know, Texas A&M saying that $50,000 a year for offensive linemen, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think that's just, I don't say fake news, but it's just they're sending stuff out there and media is running with some of this stuff. But he said that there's just so much that no one really knows how to go about doing things yet, but it's going to play a huge, huge role in the coming years especially that, you know, transfer portal and there's just so much stuff. So I don't know, man. He said, though, I mean, this is him. He he said that Nebraska is in the top 10 for NIL and what they're doing. So I know, I believe it was a podcast last week or the prior. I'd heard something like they're top 10, if not a little higher with some of these other universities. And certainly their football teams have been having a lot more success than ours recently, but... Well, give me your prediction for this year. Let's do your prediction for the industrial division here at Doltmeyer. And then also, obviously, I want to hear your prediction for Husker football for this year. As far as the industrial division, I have a lot of good things in the pipeline. Certainly, we talked about some of those struggles or some hurdles that may exist this year. But I know Doltmeyer as a team alluded to for all the from management to the inside tech reps and everybody. And we can overcome that. As far as a purchasing team, their hands are tied to a certain degree, but I think they've done a great job as well, being proactive, trying to stay ahead of any potential hurdles that way sure. too. Oh, yeah. So with the things in the pipeline, getting additional contacts, getting additional touches with some of these been working in the last year. So really feel like it's going to be a great year and, you know, yeah. good growth there. I'm not as optimistic about ah, Husker football. Yeah, though. Okay. I'd like there to say, is. you know, Growing up in the heyday, three titles in four years, tough to say, but I think I'd be happy with, you know, seven wins. Seven we wins? we get there, I don't know. Oh, okay. Seeing I, progress. I would have to agree, but I think I think maybe this year will be surprising, man. I'm going to say we're probably going to go with nine wins this year. We'll see. You know, as close as a lot of the games were last year, a lot tougher schedule last year than this is going to oh, be. Sure. But some of those things aren't transferable with a lot of the new offensive staff. And I think we have more. Certainly, they brought in more talent. I like the experience of the coaches. But it all has to gel together, too. Uh, so, like, <laughs> tired of being heartbroken. Yeah, you know, that's how it is. But it's a brand new year. And, and with that, we appreciate you coming on the show. A great way to kick off 2022. So, all right, Wacy, Thanks a lot, bud. Thanks, and uh, we'll be back again with a new episode soon. All right. Thanks, everyone.